1: Hello and welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined by our resident wide receiver, Mr. Frank Sanders, here on a Friday, TGIF. Frank, how are you,
0: sir? Man, thank God it is a Friday. I'm so excited. I'm sorry I missed you yesterday, man. I know we was, uh, kind of, I guess we didn't do our show yesterday or you just didn't invite me.
1: Which one? Well, we definitely did not do our show. Okay. Uh, we had an audio this, podcast drop that myself and Bo had recorded earlier in the week. So if you haven't checked that out, we talk about the 2018 NFL draft. And um, yeah, it's a lot of good stuff. So we got, we squeezed one more show mm-hmm. before Bo said bon voyage for his vacation, much deserved in Hawaii. But I had to call up my resident wide receiver today to talk about a certain wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, Frank. And uh, I'm not sure if you saw this or not. DeAndre Hopkins suspended for the first six games of the 2022 regular season. Well, he was at Javel McGee's charity softball game at Chase Field a couple nights ago. And uh, here's what he had to say for the first time speaking publicly about it.
0: We're, we're still, uh, you know, doing some some research right now. Um, you know, so hopefully, you know, before the season starts, you know, maybe – we can get the gains down a little bit, but no, nah, that wasn't on me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a natural, uh, I'm pretty much a naturopathic kind of person, man. Uh, you know, and what it was, it was called Osterin, uh, and it was 0.1% of it found in my system, uh, which is, you know, uh, if you know what that is, you know, it's, it's contamination, not something directly taken. Uh, so uh, you know, I don't take any supplements. Uh, I've never taken supplements. Uh, I don't. I barely take vitamins. You know, so uh, for something like that to happen, to, uh, you know, to me, obviously, you know, I was shocked. But you know, my team and I, we're still, you know, trying to, you know, figure out what's going on.
1: Frank, what do you think about those comments? I mean, it, I, we've wanted to hear that for some time. I've got my thoughts, but I want your initial reaction to D-Hop.
0: Thank you, Hops, for sharing uh, what it actually was. Thank you for coming out and. Um, actually, man, just, you know, voy- bringing a voice to a, a situation where definitely the Arizona Cardinal fans was uh, blindsided by that information, totally a disheartening conversation, Johnny, that uh, that we had to have with each other, realizing that our number one wide receiver is gone again, but not for the whole season, but for the mo- most part right now, standing six-game suspension. Um, I would like to say, man, that I, I meet a lot of guys, and as a former player in the NFL, I, could look and say that I I knew guys who felt drug tests and it was from it wasn't from uh, uh, steroids or it wasn't from marijuana or recreational purposes. Uh, Some things that they flag you on um, uh, it is very surprising and for D. Hobbs to come back and he actually gave us exactly what that was. So I know he's probably going to go back and do some research and try to find out what food did he eat because he said it was a contaminant. Maybe it was a food or maybe it was something that was, uh, you know, maybe something that in, in his process of rehabbing regard regard regarding his knee he took something that you know just it, 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 it was a red flag and that's unfortunate on his behalf
1: yeah it's frustrating because i think when it happened happened right after the draft right <laughs> and six games it's a gut punch and a lot of our initial reactions in the fan base and the media otherwise here in the valley were push back the appeal what is going on And then everybody just kind of was quiet, and it's like, we're just going to sit back and take this? Because, you know, I think we all kind of echo DeAndre Hopkins has been in the NFL for almost a decade. He's never had issues with anything like this before. His game, I mean, he's not built on elite size and speed, right? He's not somebody that you would look at physically. I mean, he's a super impressive guy. Shit, he's an NFL player. Uh But he doesn't look like somebody who would be – you know, roided out for lack of the of a better term. And I know it's probably ignorant thinking. You could take supplements for a lot of different things, but it's just no one would ever have that connotation with DeHop. No, and with so, you. yeah, I and it, when, you, when you think about how it went down and the fact that everybody was quiet and then you – we've seen suspensions for domestic violence that were less than six games. I mean, it was just like this seems incredibly radical. If you want to give them a slap on the wrist, make it two games – but I think, Frank, where the fan base was most frustrated, and I'm sure he and, and the Cardinals especially were, this has never been an issue with me before, so why am I uh,
0: missing almost you know
1: half of my season
0: because of it? No, I agree with you on that, it, it, especially for a guy who hasn't been flagged before, right? Or, I, you know, that's the funny part about the NFL drug testing, and I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate in this conversation, only because there are some guys who have drug problems And that the team or the NFL tends to protect. I can't say based upon whatever the I would say whatever the social media need at that moment. If we're getting ready to go into a playoff game or it's a top tier quarterback, and I'm not talking about again, we're talking about PEDs guys, and not necessarily talking about a guy who has a drug habit that might be stuck on Valium or he's stuck on Percocets or pain pain medication. We're talking about steroids of that sort which the nfl
1: i mean you would you would assume they would crack down on harder on peds because it affects the integrity of the game but continue frank
0: no i agree with you on that and that you would think they would and i think that is the part where this is surprising on on regards to d hops look yeah he hasn't ever failed the test before this is eleven thousand yards almost you know eleven thousand yards d hops in in the nfl and, and his career has actually been pretty stellar um that's the part where you have to look at what he's been taking, what he's been doing since he's been trying to heal up and get his get his knee back right. And I think that is the part where when he established and said what it was that kind of gave us a little light into it, I can do a little bit more research into that, and then we can see maybe he can get back to finding out, Johnny, what it was that he either ate, digested, or he drank in in, in some, some form of fashion. And uh, what you can see is from the interview, is that the guy doesn't look like he's – he's bothered by it and that that no. to me looks like he says hey i'm a i'm a naturalist and i'm a homopathic person for the most part and he doesn't even t- he barely takes vitamins and then you see you get flagged for something like that jv it would be definitely uh, devastating and i would be arguing my point with my team until until the season starts because once he's able to come up with something that would be very good on his on his behalf then maybe they will drop the sentence
1: yeah, I just, I feel like this is, I appreciate Hop's comments. It just feels like six weeks too late. This, yeah. I, I would have preferred to hear this immediately. Maybe the Cardinals, maybe his agent recommended that he not make a statement at that time publicly. I know, I think he came out with a written statement, but it's the first time that, you know, media reporters have been able to ask him questions. Jalen Blair in the chat uh, saying, I mean, he tested positive, so somehow it was in his system. I don't think he could have won the appeal because the NFL puts responsibility on the player. Again, though, I I just – I feel like if it's – I think we have to look at the context of how much was in his system and could this be simply a one-off, classy, nasty kind of echoing Frank's and I's sediments. I mean, he doesn't look like DK Metcalf. Frank, you you played with David Boston, Frank. I mean, they're just – I've seen that guy. You've seen what that looks like up close, and I love DeHop. If you watch DeHop's Instagram stories, he's constantly walking around with his shirt off. I mean, he's – good looking guy he's in shape but i mean he's not he's mr not the, you know olympia david right? Ball,
0: he's not david boston hell no he's not he's,
1: david boston he's not david boston for those david. that's right for those who are hoping of an appeal hop kind of danced around like i thinking okay we're, we may appeal but again like why haven't you started that process already kevin pontra of the nfl uh nfl.com did note uh, and this is frustrating that any reduction, quote, is unlikely at this point in terms of the number of games he's set to miss, given that the official announcement of the suspension would have been made after an opportunity for a, an appeal to come and gone. So mm-hmm. based on what Kevin is saying, as opposed to what D-Hop is saying, like did, did D-Hop you know, do an appeal? Was it denied? More from Kevin, he says it remains all but guaranteed that Arizona will be without their three-time All-Pro to begin the season, extending his absence from the field dating back to the end of last year because of injury. So again, all this adds up to I, if this was me, I think a lot of fans feel this way. The minute I get dinged, I'm making this statement and I'm appealing and I'm going all out like on the full defensive like if I believe I didn't do anything wrong and this is a clerical error, even if I have to, you know, swallow a little bit of my pride like I'm I'm making this public, like I'm pushing back on this and DeAndre Hopkins has not done that. This was no. really the first time. And part of the reason why this was even made public, and this is in the news cycle again, is he was at mm-hmm. JaVel McGee's charity softball outing. This is, He didn't hold a press conference, right? He didn't go on Instagram Live and no. prompt this. So the more that we dive into this, Frank, it it might seem like kind of a pipe dream that, that DeHop's
0: suspension does
1: get reduced.
0: I, I would say it's probably more on that side than it is a pipe dream. <laughs> I would love to see it get reduced. Yeah, because he had he had no answers for what the NFL would typically do is they would bring him in and sit him down and tell him that, or he would be acknowledged, acknowledged to through his uh, to the team and then they would acknowledge to him that he failed the drug test and for whatever reason that would be, then you'd have to go into a little bit more. The Cardinals and D. Hopps would probably go into a more of a stringent, uh, more of a a, a a test that would probably have where well, he can have to prove himself again. But that just mm-hmm. didn't happen. I would have loved to have seen him come out and be irate about the conversation uh, and about the testing Um, that did not happen. Um, So it kind of leads me to kind of lean a little bit in the side that says, here's what happens. Most guys come out and say they didn't know what happened. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they put in their body. I I don't take vitamins. I don't do this. I don't do that. And um, I have never taken PEDs ever And the, you know, and next thing you know, this guy fails a drug test. So that to me is um, because he didn't come out irate, that doesn't and it it does put a tarnish on his on his reputation as we stated earlier a guy who has never had that problem um it kind of leads me to the saying that there might be where there is smoke that might be a little bit more fire than we think it is
1: yeah i agree with that Jalen bringing up the fact that hop withdrew his appeal that's why his suspension was officially announced i assume he started that appeal back in november when it was first notified of a positive test Again, though, you know, he, he mentioned last night considering appealing. So, I mean, we're in late June training camps right around the corner. I think really maybe that is just kind of for show for the media. Like I think this is, this is almost kind of set in stone that he's going to miss these games. Um, Got some more comments here, Leah producer, Leah. It's just weird that he wouldn't try to appeal even if he would have lost the appeal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think what, what do you have to lose at that point? Like, push back and you say this this wasn't me this isn't who I am and if you lose you know at least you made the best stitch effort to try to save face you know around the NFL and with fans and I don't think he has to win fans back so to speak but I mean it, it is going to put ample pressure on him Frank Sanders if the Cardinals struggle offensively even with the the bevy yeah. receivers they have we've got f- people in the chat saying Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, of course Kyler Murray like they have enough weapons to get through this but I mean th- let's say the Cardinals go two and four in the games hot misses and he comes back uh, that number one does not look good on deandre because it sets them up for lack of success and number two is deandre hopkins has got a lot of pressure on him to perform like a number one receiver that's making 30 million dollars and he'll only have 11 games to do that the cardinals could conceivably move off or move deandre hopkins next offseason if they felt like this isn't worth it and we can talk about it. I mean, he's never been hurt in his career. He got hurt last year. Right. Then he gets popped for PEDs this year. These are not positive trends if you're DeAndre Hopkins. But on the flip side, if he balls out and helps this team get to the playoffs and, and is dominant in the postseason, then, of course, it's all a moot point. But it really just – it's up to DeAndre at this
0: point. I agree with you on that. It, but it's, it's going to take <clears throat> him coming back and when he comes back, the offense is going to shift. Of course, it's going to not just shift the offense. It's going to shift the defenses that Kyle Murray faces and the, and the other guys alike. So, you know, at, when you look at our talent and what we have, HB probably won't get double team because he's a speedy guy that can get up the field. Yeah. And that, that, that would change the narrative as well as when it comes to Zach Ertz, he probably won't get double team. And I think those are the things that we will notice when D comes back. So, but at the, at the, at the end of the day, D has to, he has to take ownership of this moment right now, man. And he has, to, and that's the part that, it's sad to me, you, and everyone else that's even in the chat that talks about it because th- with our schedule this year, there is no way we, <laughs> our schedule this year, J- <laughs> JV, we need all the weapons that, all weapons on deck. And unfortunately, right now, he will be out. And our guys, our, our, everyone else that's young, we've been saying this for a couple of years right now. They get a chance to prove that they're worthy to be in the NFL. And and they got a chance to go out and make some plays the next couple of years, get that money back like D-Hop did.
1: Yeah. I mean, we saw – I clearly, um, DeAndre Hopkins is a better player than Mari Cooper. But, I mean, Dallas said, you know what? We think you're really good, Amari, but you're too expensive. Yep. And we got a younger guy in C.E. Lamb, and they moved off of him. And I think that yep. – I mean, DeAndre could force the team's hand here and not in the best way possible. Because I, I do think there would be other teams that would be interested – Cardinals are going to have to pay Hollywood Brown. They're going to pay Kyler Murray. Um, they just paid Zach Gertz. The, you know they Rondell Moore. They spent a second round pick on him. Uh, it just this this receiving core is it's interesting um, entering this year and beyond. I want to remind everybody check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app tonight as we're on the cusp of crowning an NHL champion with the Stanley Cup Finals, a pivotal matchup. With the Avs one game away, I'm going to say the Avs get it done, Mr. Frank Sanders, and bring home the cup tonight. If you want to wager on that, or if you think the Lightning are worth plus money, I like think they're plus three four hundred to come back and and win this series. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. If you're a new customer, you can bet five bucks on either team to win their game tonight. Get hundred dollars in free bets no matter what. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner. Of the Stanley Cup, you got to be mm-hmm. 21 and over to dabble to dabble on gambling uh, on DraftKings. Arizona only, new customer only, minimum five dollar deposit. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And and Frank, it's been a it's been a pretty heavy day if you've been on social media. Uh, and so I would recommend everybody try to get their mind off things, relax, have a Four Peaks. I don't know if you've dabbled in the Four Peaks official beer brewing company of phnx some of my favorites i love all the ipas i love the sours Uh, i love their food check out four peaks and i believe tempe um frank you have a favorite four peaks beer that you like to go to
0: Uh, i'm a hazy guy honestly i like the hazy man it's just uh it's got that nice little bite but it's soft crisp yeah Uh, some some of the four peaks beers you know is a little stronger a little more a little more earth here for me. Uh, but in reality, I, I like the hazy, man. If you like that nice blend between the you know, between the two combinations, uh, between like a light beer, and then if you was going like to that real heavy, heavy IPA beers, but the hazy P, man, for me is uh, always always a winner.
1: Nice. Uh, producer Leah asking me, my DraftKings pick of the league, week is either money line or puck line, Wolf. Funny you should ask, Leah. I don't know what puck line means. I'm I'm learning the game of hockey on the fly this season. Um, So I'm going to go abs one line. I'm going to watch the game tonight with the four peaks in hand. Uh, I do host a gambling show with my uh, better half, Shane Diefenbach, every day, noon, PHNX bets daily. But I have to get educated on uh, hockey. I like to think I know a thing or two about every other sport there is. But hockey is my one and only uh misstep here, Sly saying, you know, you've never been busted on a drug test. Jim Harbaugh. Um, that's, I, I, is that true? I think that's true. Uh, Jim's a, Jim's long for, for Michigan slide. That's, that's where we can either confirm
0: right nor deny that statement as it stands right yeah, now. That's true, <laughs> but it's funny. I've, but it's I've funny. met
1: Jim and Jim and Jim would be known to throw back a couple of four peaks. Um, once played horse against Jim Harbaugh's son what uh, but that's a story for another day absolutely so i was in wow. san diego um okay. my dad's best friend who he we went to college with was one of the athletic traders for the san diego chargers and who was their quarterback in 1999 mr jim harbaugh they had houses next to each other i got to go to the facility that day and play basketball one-on-one with his son his son has red hair and i believe is on john harbaugh's staff now i don't remember his Ooh. son's name he's on baltimore staff um But Junior Seau was on that team, got to walk around. It was a a crazy experience. But Jim was always great to me and my family. And, um, yeah, you can't get busted if you don't get caught. That's true, too. Uh, Unfortunately for the Cardinals, uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, got busted. And the Cardinals are without D-Hop for the first six games. Of the season. So we're keeping it, Mr. Frank Sanders, all receivers all day today on PHNX Cardinals Live. Yes, sir. So from one number one to a former number one, uh, Larry Fitzgerald in the news, Uh, Mike Tomlin, Ryan Clark on a podcast recently. What were they talking about? But that faithful 2008 Super Bowl that had to do with one Larry Fitzgerald. He has to give us a pep talk. We are shocked. They're shocked. <laughs> no. They're shocked. We go up and he's legitimately scared.
0: we gonna let him score again. Hey, like hey, <laughs> that's the thing. We go down the field, Tone does his thing, Ben drops the ball in the corner in his zone, Tone does his thing. They still shell shot. I'm like, hey, bro, we back up. Right. Like, what up? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, get the stop. We win. We win the game. This was a legendary defense. Yeah. The Peppers back up. Because their whole thing was, oh, gosh, we're no longer legendary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They yeah, stole, he stole hey, like, like, seriously, they, I'm soul. looking at them. I'm looking at them all, and that's what it is. They like, we're not a legendary. I was like, bro, get, look, we back up. Look, <laughs> get this stock. Chan, you understand, bro. We're on the cover of ESPN in the magazine hey. when the playoffs hey. are. Hey.
1: And Clark's podcast with Mike Tomlin. Check it out if you haven't. So much other good stuff. Tomlin's yeah. one of the kind. He's fantastic. Uh, Frank, I had to bring that up because we go back to that Super Bowl. And uh, quick story. So I was in college during that Super Bowl. Um, I was working at Circuit City. Do you remember Circuit City? They mm-hmm. went out of business. They were run by, I like to say, the two guys from the Muppet Show that were in the balcony, these two crotchety old men. Um And the company was not doing well when I was working there, but it was right before the Super Bowl, and I remember I got to wear like my Cardinal hat to work, and the Steeler fan came up to me while I was working. I was selling TVs, and he said, "We're, we're going to beat your ass on on Sunday. You've never played a defense like the Pittsburgh Steelers. We haven't given. They hadn't given up. That Steeler defense had not given up. I believe 300 yards to any team that year total. And they they were historically great defense." And mm-hmm. Fitz and Warner, Warner himself threw for over 300 yards. And the Cardinals were really one possession away, we all know, from, from winning that game and cementing themselves as one of the, you know, the best offenses in NFL history. And it's unfortunate. I do think that had Levi Brown been able to secure the block, Warner to Fitz for the Hail Mary would have happened. But uh, mm-hmm. great, great comments from Ryan Clark and Mike
0: Tomlin. Oh, look, absolutely, man. They gave us a true inside, inside feel, feel, not just look, I'm saying feel of what it's like when you're in the, you're in a prime time game and the biggest game of your life right there. You know what I mean? You got to say that the coach had to get the guys to refocus because they could see as fast as the Arizona Cardinals were scoring and how, you know, how electrifying that offense was, they were shredding that defense and they had no answers. I mean, they made one or two plays and, and kind of put themselves in a position. Of course, the infamous, you know, ninety-nine yard run um, at halftime. That in itself was a, a punch. But we came back fighting hard. And Larry Legend with a great catch and run. Guess what? An older, an, a, a veteran with with a burst of speed. Who thought he was four-three? Look at the storyline. The kid from Pittsburgh beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about that? That would have been great. That would have been yeah. Larry's storyline. But they gave us a, they gave us an insight to something that I thought was pretty pretty fabulous. Ryan Clark, defensive back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. These guys are just shaped. They shook. And this is doing the game. You know, they're trying to, in their mind, they're thinking about something that has nothing to do with the moment. Yeah. And then look at Mike Tomlinson, a head coach that comes in, a former player, comes in and gets these guys to get their minds focused back in the game and to realize what's left on the clock. And, and, you know, unfortunately for the Arizona Cardinals, we came up short, but. That's 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 just some really good insight, man. And then to have it, you know, have a tape hit to have it tape, JV, uh to hear hear exactly what he said was, hey man, you guys need to get back to focus. We this is a great defense. And we got a chance to stop these guys. Let's let's pull it off. And um, kudos to those guys, man. But it was it that was a hell of a game, man. Back and forth between two Giants. Unfortunately, we came up on the short end.
1: Cemented, Larry Fitzgerald is one of the greatest receivers in NFL history. Yes. I don't think we've seen a postseason effort, even you know, with all due respect to Cooper Cup, the the way that Larry and Kurt operated during that postseason, mm-hmm. slaying one team after another, they were an underdog, I believe, in every game um, entering the Super Bowl, and yeah, we're just uh, one one or two plays away
0: from taking home their only championship. And J- uh, go ahead, hey, J- JV. We were not. I, I read it. I read the article. I just I totally went blip on it that we were seven and three. And then we finished the season nine and seven.
1: Yeah, very familiar, wasn't it? It got yeah, really, it got really ugly. <laughs> yeah, the they lost. To, they lost to New England in the snow. They got embarrassed by Philadelphia on Thanksgiving. Man. I'll never forget that. They got right at the end of the year because they went back to Edron James on the ground, started running the football, uh, and and then Larry Larry just took over with Kurt. So great yeah. stuff from Mike Tomlin and company. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, basically, what if what if uh, the Cardinals had pulled that off uh, but it's great that Fitz left them a little shook you know what's not gonna leave you shook though popping OGs OGs just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor Mr. Frank Sanders pina colada it's a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend that's just in time for those summer road trips and pool parties and speaking of pool parties friends tomorrow I myself Many of my PHNX cohorts will be at the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale tomorrow, June 25th. Come hang out. Say what's up. Sponsored pool party from the folks at OG's. Check out OG's online at ogbrands.com. Their Instagram at OG's brand. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. But a reminder, you got to be 21 years or older to purchase. Frank, you are going to try to come out to the Maya Day Spa in uh, Scottsdale, Maya Day Club. It's my first time going. I, I need a Frank Sanders as my wingman.
0: Davey. if you take your shirt off and put on those, those Speedos that you normally wear with some flip-flops, I'll damn sure show up just for you. I, just, I know you're going to go hard in the paint and represent PHNX extremely well, man. Your body, right. your physique. Oh, you're, man. You're, you're You're the only one in the group working we're gonna, out. We're
1: about to drive everybody off this podcast real quick. <laughs> and the Speedo is only for my my private home pool. I won't subject the public to that. Even the folks in Scottsdale, uh, but come out what, in all seriousness. What time? Here. What time? What's Eleven time o'clock. I think? I think the party starts. Eleven to four. Eleven um, to four. Let's mm. let's talk some Cardinal football. Let's everybody get their mind <laughs> off of all this other stuff going on in the world. Um, and a quick reminder: I want to remind everybody, it's time for some screenshots presented yeah. by the Arizona Department of Health Services. If you want to hang and party with us, it would be greatly appreciated. If you weren't hacking and coughing and sneezing in the process, go get your COVID-19 vaccine. they free for everybody five and older. Those 12 and older now are eligible for the booster. We got so much fun stuff planned, not only now, but as the season approaches, tailgates, so much good stuff. Uh, but we want to make sure everybody's happy and healthy and safe. And the best way to do that is with the COVID-19 vaccine. Visit azhealth.gov. Slash fine vaccine for a location nearest you. Again, that's azhealth.gov slash fine vaccine. Get your vaccine today. Josh Hunt in the chat now requesting a PHNX speeder speedo in the merchandise locker. Uh listen that I, I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. We've got we have Shane with producer Leah. Is he gonna rep a speedo tomorrow? Oh, he just disappeared. He ran away. It's Shane's birthday weekend that we're gonna celebrate kick uh, things Shane. off tomorrow. I know. happy yeah. birthday, Shane. He's turning 22 tomorrow. It's getting so big. <coughs> um, so we're excited to party at the Maya Day spot club tomorrow. Come hang out with us. There's a I didn't even know there was a speedo emoji classy. Nasty, what? So thank love you, that.
0: classy nasty. What? I think there's
1: even there's talk about going to old town Scottsdale, hitting up some of the bars. I you know, here in Maricopa. We've got about a bar and a half, and they're not the ones that I would prefer to frequent. So I, I we appreciate some of my younger PHNX brethren showing me around, showing me a good time. So if you want to come enjoy uh, a couple of beverages with us, you know where we're going to be tomorrow. And on Monday, we will be back at 4 p.m. to talk more Arizona Cardinal football. For Mr. Frank Sanders, I'm Johnny Venerable. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Wherever you get your podcast, go grab a t shirt from that merchandise locker, Rep PHNX, and we will see you on Monday. Bye, everybody.